Hello, everybody, and welcome to Market Watch Live. I'm glad you guys are deciding to join us today because, boy, do we have an episode for you. I'll tell you, we're already two weeks into January, and this month just seems to be flying by faster and faster. So, you guys know what I'm going to say next. I need your help to help get this podcast to as many people as possible. That's right. I need your help by leaving a rating and review. Share this with your friends, subscribe, and get your daily information on what's happening with real estate in your market, in your state, and across the country. I'll tell you, this is an absolutely wonderful episode, so you guys are going to really enjoy it. Let's go ahead and get to the show. Welcome to Market Watch Live, the one place where you can find up-to-date information about what's moving in your market today. You'll hear daily updates, industry insights, and interviews of top producing business owners, all brought to you by local professionals in your marketplace. I am your host, Brian West, and this is Market Watch Live. Well, like I said before, can you believe that we are already 12 days into the new year? Man, this year is already shaping up to be a great one, and it is moving quickly. So, we've all heard the phrase before. There are only two things that are certain in life. Death and taxes. Guys, today we just wanted to break out a little bit of information and help provide you guys with some value when it comes to your taxes and what we're going to be seeing for 2018. And one of the biggest questions I've been getting is what can we foresee happening in the real estate market in conjunction with this new tax plan? And there was an absolutely amazing article that was written in Realtor.com that talks about this idea in detail. It's called, Does the New Tax Plan Really Threaten the American Dream of Owning a Home? Uh, I'm just going to read through it for you guys real quick. Uh, So the new tax plan has been formed as a death blow to the American dream by some real estate professionals and groups who warn of falling home prices, a new generation trapped in renting, and an exodus of residents from high-cost cities and states. But are these fears surrounding the new lower cap on mortgage interest deduction and the incentive for taxpayers not to use it overblown? Or are there indeed big repercussions to come? Well, that all depends on whom you ask and where they live. The Republican tax plan allows taxpayers to deduct mortgage interest on loans up to only 750000 combined for both primary and secondary or quote-unquote vacation homes. The previous limit was at $1 million. The vast majority of new homeowners won't be affected as the median home price is nowhere near 750000 The median list price is about 270000 nationally, according to Realtor.com data. 
Existing homeowners will be grandfathered into the previous deduction limit, so the new cut is expected to really only affect about 1.3% of new mortgages, and that's according to Realtor.com data as well. So these are likely to be awarded to the wealthiest homeowners who can at least theoretically afford the cuts and those living in the most expensive parts of the country. What's more worrisome is that fewer homeowners are likely to take the mortgage deduction. That's because the new tax code will double the standard deduction from 12000 for individual filers and 24000 for married couples filing jointly and eliminate many of the other available deductions for taxpayers so there's less of an incentive to itemize. On a scale of 1 to 10, if interest deductibility is going to have a big impact on housing, it's about a 2, says Ken Johnson, a real estate economist at Florida Atlantic University in Boca Raton. It's not clear that it will hurt housing, but it is clear that it's not exactly going to help. Well, that's because most taxpayers don't itemize their tax bills anyway, so they aren't really taking advantage of available deductions. Only about a third itemized and 21.5% claim the mortgage interest deduction. The mortgage deduction netted them an average of $8,612 in write-offs in 2015, according to Pew Charitable Trusts. And when you take the standard deduction, you've lost the subsidized benefit of home ownership, Johnson says. Fewer homeowners taking the deduction may actually be a good thing after all. See, losing the mortgage write-off isn't necessarily a bad thing. Some housing experts have described it as wasteful and blamed uh, it for kind of inflating housing prices and encouraging buyers to borrow more money for bigger houses. Um, you know, but my basic view is if you subsidize something, you'll get more uh more of it. That's something that was said by Edward Pinto, co-director of the Conservative American Enterprises Institute Center for Housing Markets and Finance. And he told the Times also that as a country, we've been subsidizing these kinds of debts. The mortgage interest deduction was created in 1913 as a byproduct of Congress making interest deductible when it was passed, uh, or sorry, when it passed the first uh, income tax. So, Edward Glesser uh, is a Harvard economist, and one of the things that he said is that it feels problematic to be using the tax code to support people buying houses that are this expensive, or even worse, to be encouraging housing prices to rise further. So, who will mourn the changes to the deduction? Residents of cities and states where housing costs and taxes are sky high are likely to be hardest hit by the changes to the tax code. Those hailing from you know, uh, Washington, D.C., California, uh, Hawaii, Massachusetts, New York, you know, these kind of places are going to all be affected according to Realtor.com data. I mean, these states have the highest percentages of mortgages worth $750,000 and more. So Joseph Ketchner, senior economist at Realtor.com, says that at a national level, it's not likely to affect very many people. However, he adds, in certain high housing cost markets, it is still a concern because there will be significant numbers of people who will be impacted. So those folks uh, lose out on several thousand dollars uh, a year in tax refunds, says uh, you know, Patrick uh, Carlisle, chief market analyst at the Paragon Real Estate Group based in San Francisco. In an area like ours, where our median house price is about $1.5 million, it's not a huge, quote, decider in someone making a decision to buy a home. Even the previous limit was well below what many buyers in San Francisco were spending, he says. It's property taxes and state income taxes that are going to have a grievous effect on residents in states like California, New Jersey, and New York. 
So that's because residents will be able to write off only up to $10,000 in property and either income or sales taxes. The property tax bill on that $1.5 million abode is likely to be more than $15,000. If its owners can no longer deduct their income tax as well, their bank accounts is likely to take a big hit. So it's kind of counterintuitive to what we're hearing a lot in mainstream media that this tax plan is affecting the middle class and making the rich richer. I mean, one of the main things that we're seeing is that you're going to have uh, high earners that are no longer going to be deducting their income taxes in uh, states that typically have higher taxes, like California. They have an income tax that's usually around about 10 to 12 percent for top earners that they used to be able to deduct, uh, deduct after their federal taxes. Now they're not going to be able to do that. So in essence, their taxes are going to be rising by about 10 to 12%. So everything combined is uh, where there's a whammy. Car- uh, Carlisle said, he fears more people will leave and fewer will come into the San Francisco Bay Area where residents may make more but also spend more due to expensive housing and just overall cost of living. It certainly doesn't incentivize someone to live in the Bay Area or buy a home in the Bay Area. Will these changes dissuade buyers from becoming homeowners? Well, whether or not they can deduct the mortgage interest is not likely to dissuade too many people from buying. Homeownership is the American dream after all, and conventional wisdom says it's an opportunity for the middle class to build equity and wealth over time. Plus, many folks don't like the idea of forking over their hard-earned cash on rent or not being able to modify their abodes as they wish. But the changes could dissuade some buyers on the margins to continue renting. That's because when these more cash-strapped folks do the math, they won't be saving nearly as much by owning the roof over their heads. This could lead to housing prices to fall, or if more prospective buyers suddenly see more money in their paychecks thanks to the tax cuts, they could enter the market, and that could push prices up. I just don't see uh, the mortgage interest deduction as a big of a deal as everybody is kind of concerned about, and most people have already stopped using the deduction anyways. So kind of looking into the new year, when you're looking at your taxes and you're thinking about, you know, is there going to be any major changes in the way that you're going to be operating and the way that we're going to be seeing uh, people purchase homes, we're not really going to see as much of an impact. It's still too early to tell, though, so we're going to have to keep a close eye on it. But it it's just there's too many indicators that are showing that we're not going to have to really worry about this, which is amazing to know. So guys, we're wrapping up the show here today. I'm glad you guys decided to join us. It's Friday. We just have today, and then we're on the weekend. So one of the things I always like to do, you guys know already that it's coming, but I like to leave you guys a little motivation and something to kind of ponder as you go through the weekend, so that way you can come into the work week next week refreshed and with a good perspective. So there is a story that I wanted to share that echoes a great moral, uh, and it's about an elephant and a rope. So a gentleman was walking through an elephant camp, and he spotted that the elephants weren't being kept in cages or held by any kind of chains. 
you know, uh, all that was kind of holding them back from escaping the camp was a small piece of rope that was tied to one of their legs. As the man was kind of looking at the elephants, he was confused as to why the elephants didn't just use their strength to break the rope and escape the camp. I mean, they could easily do so, but, you know, they just don't even try. So curious and wanting to know more, he looked around and uh, he finds a trainer and he asks him, you know, why are the elephants just standing there tied to a rope? And the trainer replied, you know, the only reason that the elephants weren't breaking free and escaping from the camp was because over time they were tied as babies with the same rope. They just adapted to the belief that it just wasn't possible to break free. You see, the moral of the story is that no matter how much the world tries to hold you back, always continue with the belief that what you want to achieve is possible. Believing you can become successful is the most important step in actually achieving it. So if there's anything that you can work on this week, do some meditation, some self-reflection, and reinstill a belief that you can be successful. Guys, I want to thank you for tuning in today. It was absolutely wonderful having you join us. Please go over to iTunes leave a rating and review, go to our Facebook page, like us, share us with everybody so that we can get this information to as many people as possible. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And this was Market Watch Live.